out and the Sen season is finally over. Welcome to This American Life. I'm Beata. And I'm Poppy. And this is the podcast that nobody asks for, but everybody needs. Before beginning the episode, we would like to acknowledge that this podcast is written and recorded on unceded and unsurrendered Algonquin and Mi'kmaq territories. We would like to urge everyone to inform themselves on the land they live on and how to support Indigenous communities. It's our last episode on Mi'kma'ki. After this, it's just going to be Algonquin territory. Yes. Thank you to the Mi'kmaq peoples for hosting Beata. Yeah. And if you guys would like to learn a bit more about um, the Mi'kmaq people, look up um, Stop Alton Gas. There's a big thing happening right now um, about land rights. That's very, very important. So I would encourage you guys to look at that. I might even tweet out a link. We'll see. Please um, do, and like, please support the people who have so generously hosted my my, my and wife. <laughs> Over the past but few like, months. by the next episode, we're gonna be in the same city. Maybe we'll have I... already met in person oh. again for the first time since we started this podcast. I will cry. <laughs> We've hung out in person before. I mean, like, we will have already like reunited. <laughs> we will have our like great reunion i was about to say reunion because i can't speak. i'm like i'm like kind of expecting poppy to just like be at my house by the time i show up you know we'll i'm see. gonna text your mom be like <laughs> hey hey beata mom <laughs> sos i'll message her on twitter um also before we start um beata what are you drinking tonight <laughs> <laughs> okay so um it's as I will explain later, it has been, like, a very intense two weeks for me. I have not had the chance to go to the NSLC at all. So I'm <laughs> drinking spiked iced tea. <laughs> That's cute, though. I'm Sorry. drinking water. <laughs> Great. So we're both being lame. At least mine actually has booze in it. Yeah, I was keeping um, Lent. Yeah. I, I broke Lent. Sorry, Jesus. Because I <laughs> drank a beer the other day. But I'm back to drinking water right now, so good for me you're welcome okay. Jesus. Now that we've seen, <laughs> I, I like that we we have to do this at the beginning of the episode we got to make a habit of this i love we it we have to this is like a this is our new bro thing um <laughs> so um congratulations you survived a senator's season and probably the worst one that i myself have experienced so far uh, yeah yeah i've experienced quite a few sen seasons that was the worst for sure um they did finish 31st. They were also oh. last in the league by a long shot in um, goals against. So congrats, so Sens. Uh, they did finish with 64 points. When we recorded, like right before we recorded the last episode two weeks ago, I remember looking up the standings and I saw that they had four games left and they needed seven points to get to 69 points. And I was like, can the Sens get seven points in four games? Probably not. Do I want them to do this? Absolute. Yes. <laughs> um, very <laughs> they disappointed. Didn't. They couldn't even do this for us. You know, this was my yeah. season prediction. I said they were going to finish like 30th or 31st with 69 points because like that's the, we just need that, that you know. It would have been this. nice. It would have been so yeah. nice. Yeah, so um, the dream is dead. I really wanted that to be a thing. <laughs> very disappointed um, it wasn't. On a positive note, they didn't win the draft lottery, which means we weren't giving, like, the most amazing pick away to Columbus. I almost wish they'd Um, done that. Just, like, it would have been so funny. (laughs) I was speaking to... Not Columbus, Colorado. 
Oh, sorry, Colorado. Uh, I was speaking to a friend the other day, and he was like, all your favorite players are on different teams now. Like, how do you even support the Sen still? And I was like, right? I hate myself. <laughs> I, That's how. It's funny because I'll talk to people, like, somebody was talking about, like, following me on Twitter for, like, activism stuff. And I was like, oh, I just tweet about the Sens. So if you want to follow me on Twitter to see how much I hate the Sens... Like, do that. And she was like, wait, so you're from Ottawa, but you hate the Sens. And I was like, no, 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 let me explain. (laughs) It's very complicated here. They're my team, but I hate them. Welcome to hell. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I've had some I've had some Um, very interesting interactions regarding the Sens. Uh, The other day I was meeting up with a friend of mine who's a musician and we bumped into a friend of his who's a dancer and they were just sort of talking about what they're doing. And they were like, one of them was like, what do you do? Like, let me support your stuff. Like, let me support, you know, other people. And I was like, oh, I have a podcast. And he's like, oh my God, what's it called? Like, I'm going to support you. And I was like, it's about the Ottawa Senators. And he was like, oh, <laughs> that's not really my jam. And I was like, it's nobody's jam. Okay. But then <laughs> like two nights ago, I went to my friend's show and I have this denim jacket that has the Centurion logo on the back. And somebody walked up to me and pointed at my jacket and just went, I agree. And I was like, okay. And I was like, cool, fellow Sens fan. And he was like, yes. And I was like, I love to suffer. And he was like, life is pain. And I was like, okay, (laughs) I'm going to go and drink a beer now. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we've just derailed. What are the highlights and lowlights from this season for you, Beata? Um, Were there highlights? It was just all lowlights. Um, Brady Kachuk I had cool. some highlights. Yeah, Brady Kachuk. I read today, I think he was even, like, point leader around the end. Amazing. Oh, wow. Like, or, like, goal-scoring leader. I can't remember. But he's, I like, just, one of the him. best guys on the team. He, like, blew everyone away. Brady Kachuk is, like, I think the best thing about that. Brady Kachuk and Thomas Shabbat. Thomas Shabbat has really come, like, through. McKing, even though he ruined my ovaries. <laughs> I'll respect it. Also, Colin White getting a dog that looks like him, aside mm-hmm. from the fact that I just, like, love Colin White in general. Low lights, everything else that happened. Everything. <laughs> Entire um, season. The real highlight was when it ended. Yeah. <laughs> Not even, because then it was like, oh, more off-ice drama. Can't wait. More suffering. I mean, more pain. Yes. <laughs> I think the ultimate pain, like, the ultimate, ultimate pain was obviously losing Mark Stone. And then also, I think what really made me, like, hurt was when they traded Duchesne, and I was like, no, my baby. Mm-hmm. And then Duchesne flew back to Ottawa to pick up his family, and also Ryan Dezingle! Oh, so because they also took Ryan Dezingle away from me, and I was like, this is adorable, but this is also my absolute nightmare. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I, I just hated it. It was bad. So... I hated this season. It sucked. It was... It was just a constant source of, like, actual hell-tier chaos. Mm -hmm. But it was good for, like, laughs. Yeah. Again, maybe maybe the real Stanley Cup is the friends we made along the way. You know what? My highlight of this season was finding out who Welcome to Your Carlson Years is. Oh, that's a good one. My highlight of the season was starting the podcast. Oh, you know what? That was my highlight of the season, too. Yeah, yeah. And also being an influencer and getting to meet cool people. Yes. Oh, my God. Actually, you were an influencer this season. Mm -hmm. It feels like a thousand years ago, but that happened. 
That's so mm-hmm. exciting. Mm-hmm. My other highlight was when we did that terrible, terrible LGBTQ shoot, but then we got to <laughs> sit in like the 100s and bang on the glass at Anders Nelson and the chaperones, not chaperones, whatever the people are called. The ushers? The ushers. The ushers yeah. were mad at us and we were like, <laughs> excuse me, we were gay for pay. Like, give us this. God. Like, can you not see my celebrities? <laughs> um, Did you not see the pictures they tweeted out? Oh, wait, they didn't tweet those ones. <laughs> they did actually tweet the two. They like, did eventually, The only right? picture they used were the two people who I was there with. So I was like, okay. they literally only used these two people in the promo. So, like, you can tell, like, I'm here with my celebrity friends. <laughs> but, yeah, didn't work. And then after that, I went to the hospital because my friend broke her foot that day. <laughs> iconic night iconic night and then i finished a paper by 6 a.m it was the worst actually yeah the one time i go to a sense game and it was the most cursed night of my entire life so hmm. i mean coincidence i don't know (laughs) i'm pretty sure they literally cursed me they also lost so i didn't even have that of course they did and it was in the middle of the snowstorm, so our lift cost us fifty dollars to the Thanks. hospital. Wow! Yeah, um, was... And that was still a highlight. <laughs> yep, that was great. Um, so in brighter, actually more hell tier chaotic news, it looks like he's going to be signing a really, like, really nice contract because <laughs> they have to hit the like cap floor. Mm, yeah, and in the. End of season press conference, which we'll talk about in a minute. Dorian was very complimentary of Cody Cece, saying like he could be a great player. And the minutes he plays, I was like, oh. that was one of the bingo things, right? Like he plays a lot of minutes. He great. plays a lot of minutes. It's like yeah, he does, and it's terrible. We all hate it. Like that's why we know doing? he's bad. You know? Yeah. Mm. Cursed man, cursed man. Mm-hmm. He did say that he wants to keep playing for Ottawa. Um, the apparently, only like. Like, if you also, want to play for Ottawa, play for Ottawa. We have no other people like that. I think that also it helps that Ottawa will literally overpay and overplay him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that rhymes. Overpay and overplay. It's true. I'm so... I'm a genius. Um, and I saw that he, like, is negotiating for a better contract than he already had, which was a really good contract. So let's look at Buddy CC getting, like, fucking five mil at least. You know what? Yes. Go for it. Might as well pay him. What else can we do wrong also, this season? In comparison, uh, Anthony Duclair, who one of the highlights of the season, mm-hmm. is earning like less than a million. <laughs> give the money to Duclair. Don't give it to Cece. I'm so angry. Mm-hmm. Um, but my favorite quote. So, of course, the press was there as they were cleaning out the lockers at CTC. And... They asked Borowiecki what he was looking forward to, and he said, and I quote, there's literally nowhere to go but up. So, on the one hand, that's true. <laughs> like, yeah, wow, <laughs> this season was bad. On the other hand, don't push your luck. Like, you know how many times I've said that we're at rock bottom? Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. we thought the Carlson trade was like, we can only go up from here. And then more trades happened, and I just... And they traded Mark Stone. Don't, yeah, don't push your luck there. I am not confident that the Sens have hit rock bottom. I, I, would, I would definitely believe it if they found a way to go even lower. 
Right. <laughs> to go down I instead mean, of up. At the beginning of the season, Melnick said that they were, quote unquote, in the dumpster. And I think now at the end of the season, <laughs> I would like to say that we're not just in the dumpster. <laughs> we've been kicked out of the dumpster. The dumpster was too nice and has now been taken over by rabid raccoons. And we are now next to the dumpster eating the scraps that the raccoons throw at us. That's where we're at. <laughs> wow. So, that was a really good analogy, right? That was really great. I'm very, very I'm impressed right tonight. now. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, um, uh, with the end of the season came the end of season press conferences, and I just watched Dorian's press conference after hearing a few of his quotes. I, I went and mm. watched the whole thing. Um, so we can like break down some of the things that he said, because there were some things said. Uh, it wasn't as bad as it could have been, you know? Like, I, I had expectations. It was, it was pretty chill. Um, the Sands are searching for a new president of Hockey Ops, apparently. Um, he said that after that, he was, because they were asking about, like, the search for the new president of Hockey Ops and also the new head coach. And he was like, oh, yeah, I have full autonomy to find the new coach. And I was like, hmm, I In see why you need a president of Hockey Ops. Like, you're the only member of this front office. Um, In the words of Julie Torres, also, when... Um, Dorian Bloss said that he had full control of decision making. LOL. <laughs> LOL. I cannot count how many times I have tweeted that at people. When people like. Just the have... screenshot of Julie Torres. No, saying, when I LOL. hear like. Yeah. Whenever something happens with Melnick and he says something ridiculous, I just tweet that and then I get like 200 likes. It's great. It's like the easiest way to get likes on Twitter. Um, it's also the best thing Julie Torres, like, I love how to pieces yeah that's like probably the best thing she's ever said because it was so funny it was very funny so yeah i was laughing at dorian like yeah we need a new president of hockey operations i was like oh yeah have we gone like a whole season without one (laughs) like not a whole season but like it's been a while we're we're kind of surviving without without like this important part of our front office does anyone know any other members of the front office are there other members who knows? I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's up. really Dorian running this whole team. <laughs> he has full autonomy to find Jean. a new coach. Mm. Yeah, another funny thing I, I noticed was that he said that the new guys coming in, he's like, oh, the coach needs to relate to the players, right? And he was like, oh, the new guys coming in are millennials. And I was like, my dude, people born in 2001 are not millennials. I am, as far as I know, the last year of millennials. I am just after me. Like, yeah, I am either like I've heard um, Gen Z. I've heard some people say millennial, but not really. Um, I hear a lot of people say Sorry, people use millennial as a like umbrella term for young people, not understanding that many millennials are now like in their (laughs) thirties. Like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm at the cut off year of millennials. Yeah, and exactly. I'm 24, so. Yeah, and I. Yikes! I know that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm Gen Z. I've also heard people say that people in my year just don't belong to either generation. We're just like in between. <laughs> so I, I don't know. But I was born in 1999. So the new guys coming in, they're not millennials, and I just thought that was funny. He had a quote no. about like. I'm not going to ask the coach if he knows what Fortnite is, but he should be able to relate to the players. <laughs> like, also, Fortnite is... Well, I don't know. That 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 spans many generations, I'm just let's like, be honest. I'm like, Fortnite like, is what the kids hello. at summer camp 
are into right now. This has such a, like, hello, fellow kids vibe. (laughs) I mean, like, I understand as a nanny, sometimes the kids roast me for my outdated references, and I'm like, I'm in my 20s, my guys. (laughs) I can't be that. Except my summer camp didn't know who Hannah Montana was, and I'm still not over (laughs) that. Tragic. The other day, I was playing chess with a 10-year-old, and I thought it would be funny to dab when I took one of his pieces, (laughs) and he looked at me and he said, wow, you really are old. And I was like, I'm 24, and he was like, you just dabbed. (laughs) It was so funny. Um, No, I had kids tell me that I was really old because I was born in the the 1900s. Because you were born in the 90s? (laughs) You know, they were like, what year are you born? 1999. Oh my god, you're so old. Oh my god, yeah. For some reason, I thought you were born in 2000, and then I was like, oh no, that makes no sense. No. I'm a dum-dum. Um, <laughs> it's it's all this age, you know. It's yeah. Also, millennials, as we know, can't do math. It's a whole thing. We The only thing I know about is Fortnite. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, anyways, it was very funny just watching Dorian talk about that. I was like, what are you talking about Uh, i love honestly i think it's so funny when when it's like these like middle-aged men and i'm like pierre you're not even that old like he's i don't know what is up with him but he's doing that like dad thing where he's like oh these young kids these days they're all into Fortnite, and i'm like nobody my age is that into Fortnite. like the kids i know well some some people i don't hang out with enough men that's the problem but like the kids at my summer camp were really into it I mean, I just, also, it's one of those things where, like, no, you just need a coach who's, like, not a piece of shit. <clears throat> Mark yeah. Crawford. Yeah, you do. Uh, actually, I wanted to just address Mark Crawford, because lots of people have been like, well, Mark Crawford has done a good job. Like, they haven't been that bad. First of all, they've still been bad. They've still been really, really bad. Second of all, Mark Crawford is still a piece of shit, and I don't mm-hmm. think he should be around young players. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um... This is my official hot take. I know people disagree with this, but I'm like... Honestly, even if he'd, like, suddenly elevated the team to unparalleled ex- uh, success, quote-unquote, um, I would still be like, no, Mark, Mark Crawford's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So, yeah. Yes, um, um, there was some talk about Chris Kelly possibly being coach. I'd like that. Yeah, so, that would be nice. I'm, I'm interested in seeing who they hire. Mm-hmm. I think it's... Like, I think it's more important to hire someone who's actually going to have a good influence on the players mm-hmm. than somebody who can relate to the players. Like, I honestly, like, even if it's, like, a 90-year-old man, as long as he's teaching them, like, good hockey and, mm-hmm. like, something that, you know, even if he's still talking about, I don't know what old people talk about. My grandma likes to talk about pies. Even if he's just talking about pies, everybody loves pies. Pies are timeless. Actually, hire someone who only talks about pies. All the boys will <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's just so, so weird. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He also talked about um, Thomas Shabbat, who I believe is an RFA this season, this uh, summer. Mm. And yeah. it was just kind of, it was really strange because he was talking about like, oh yeah, our priority is to sign him. He's a great player. We love him. And I was listening to this thinking, I have heard this like five times about five different players in the last year. This is exactly the same stuff that you said about those players. And that's not to say, like, that I don't think they're going to sign Shabbat. I think they will. Mm. But it's just, it seems so, like, empty and disingenuous when you're like, 
yeah, but this is what you said about Carlson. This is what you said about Stone. This is what you said about Duchesne. Like, literally, this is what you've been saying about every player who's left. So I don't really have well, much I mean, confidence like, in you at this point, you know? Considering they're going through that, like, weird-ass rebuild, like, they've taken away every single player you could have done the rebuild around. They've taken away Carlson. They've taken away Duchesne. They've taken away Stone. Shabbat's the only player who has the, like, sort of almost like maturity like he's been on the ice a little bit longer who has the skill and the experience that he's not going to be like an actual kid mm-hmm. you know to to build around who else are you going to build around like everybody mm-hmm. else is really young the like other guys who are good on the team the older ones are shit let's mm-hmm. be honest who do we have borrow like i don't want to build a rebuild around borrow's borrow, not even, even that been... old he looks old. He plays. He old. looks old. I'm just saying, like, I remember when he was, like, the captain of the Binghamton Senators, right? That wasn't too long ago. He came into That's the league insane. around the same time that, like, Mark Stone did. Well, well I does, guess Mark Stone's he getting old, he has, he has aged like a glass of milk. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's always old. played like an old man, though. Let's be honest. He was always, like, a Chris Neal type when Chris Neal was an old guy. Yeah, he has like a very he has a very old fashioned way of playing as well mm-hmm. um and honestly like that just doesn't doesn't work anymore um and he's not good enough to be the center of a rebuild even though i'm loving spicy borovietsky like bless mm-hmm. but it, it's not good enough so you only really have thomas shabbat left if you trade thomas shabbat like who the hell are you gonna build around Mm-hmm. Cody CC, Cody CC, Cody CC. I'm calling yeah. it now. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> Rebuild around Cody CC. Let's get this bread. <laughs> Our Ottawa Senators. Um, yeah. So apparently, all the free agents want to resign, according to Pierre Dorian, who I trust very much. He says that every mm. single free agent wants to resign with the team. Um, apparently, there's also no infighting in the locker room. They're all happy. So even if we have a shit team. We have achieved our goal of having a good group of guys. Finally. You know what? I think I truly believe that the only reason why the locker room is like peaceful is because Brady Kachuk is like a child and he's so delightful and everyone's like, oh, we can't fight around Brady. He's so Uh, cute. Not in front of the kid. (laughs) Not in front of our son. Mm -hmm. He's so Um, adorable. Yeah. So that seems like kind of weird to me that. The locker room is apparently fine, but I also find it funny that he's like, "Oh yeah, we finally have a good locker room now. We now that we've gotten rid of every good player, <laughs> this was our goal all along. We need players that are good in the room." I forgot to talk about something. What? Can I just bring it up? <laughs> yeah, go right ahead. After the last game of the season, a bunch of the players and like the players' like girlfriends and wives got hammered. Like, really drunk. And it was really funny. Um, (laughs) Colin White put all these, like, really... It wasn't, like, extreme, but it was just, like, these goofy pictures in his Instagram story. Oh, wait, I remember that! And he kept, like, zooming in on Cody Cece and being like, look at this outfit. (laughs) (laughs) And then the next day, he deleted every single one of them except for one photo of him and Thomas (laughs) Chubot. And then my friend was pointing out that, like, he actually, I think, I can't remember exactly what it was, but, like, the the girlfriends were, like, having fun as well. Like, they were also 
they they went out and like clearly had quite a few drinks and i know the guys went to like casino and stuff because i was like colin white is just like sharing this on his story he's like tagging the casino i'm like colin white i could just like come and like i don't know threaten to fight you right now like i know where you are and i know Uh that you're drunk don't do this you're a famous rich person but i guess he didn't get accosted because he's colin white my king anyway i thought that was really cute i was like you know what? that's great that's a great addition i love that yeah um so what else did Dorian say? Hold on. Um, there was a funny moment where um, a media member was like, oh, when was the season derailed? And he was like, I wouldn't use the word derailed. And I was like, <laughs> really? <laughs> what, is I that not strong enough? I would say we didn't even start on the rail. <laughs> I'd say like, you know, went up in flames, right? Like, there, there were no rails, no train. There was it, nothing right? to start with, like... <laughs> Um, yeah, he was like, that, that, that word's a little strong. So, it's just a good quote that I thought was, was worth pointing out. Um, I love this man. Yeah. He seems very confident that the team's going to be good. He's like, we have so many prospects, so many picks. <laughs> Where I'm is so this like, coming from? <laughs> I'm so confused by this confidence. Because, like, obviously, first of all, I don't believe anything they're saying at this point. No. But it's like... First, they're in a rebuild. Now they're suddenly like going to be playoff ready by next season. Don't yeah. be playoff ready by next season. Do not be there... playoff ready by next season if you're in a rebuild. I am holding just them destroy. to this. I will constantly in 2021. I will be tweeting unprecedented run of success so many times. Just wait for success. it. <laughs> but I like, have no confidence if... that they're actually going to do this unprecedented run of success. <laughs> Well, especially because now they're like, no, we're going to be in the playoffs next season. Excuse me? And we're in like, phase two that... of the rebuild. That was his quote. Phase two now. So now that we've done the fire <sighs> sale, now it's time to, like, look at the players we have and, you know, start developing them, I guess. I just, I don't know. I, I like, I, I think this is genuine. Like, I watch this and I'm like, does he just have to say this to the media? Or does he actually believe this? And he has to actually believe this if he's going through with this. But, like, how? I don't know if he believes it as much as he's just convincing himself that he yeah. believes it. And even when he had this, this weird thing where he was like, oh, yeah, we need to be, we need to contend for the playoffs next year. We need to be a playoff team the year after that. And we need to contend for the cup the next. And it's just, it has to be that way. That's what we have to do. Like, there's no other option. It was like, well... You're not telling us how you're going to get there. You're just saying, like, this is the only way things can go, you know? Like, there's no other option. Because, yeah, it makes sense. Like, if you're if you're a hockey team and you're this bad and you've been this bad for two years now, like, that's how things have to go in order to maintain kind of a viable franchise. But that doesn't mean that that's going to happen, <laughs> you know? No. I'm kind of wondering. This is, some, this is what keeps me up at night. Is Pierre Dorian... Just like, does he just know that he's lying, or is he like a dum dum? Mm-hmm. Like, is he lying or is he an idiot? That's what I always wonder about. Every time he says this stuff, I'm like, are you dumb or are you lying? I, it could be a bit of both. I mean, the world's not black and white. I think Pierre Dorian is a lying dum dum, who's also think... the only person who's managed to survive our Lord and Savior Eugene Melnick. So, yeah, and I think it's, I think it's a bit like. He's a little more, he's more confident than we are, but he's also exaggerating the confidence a little bit. Like, he has to know that this is ridiculous, you know? At some point, Mm -hmm. he has to realize what he's saying. 
Um, yeah. He did apologize for saying that he was proud of <laughs> trading Mark Stone. He's like, yeah, I know I alienated a lot of fans with that. <laughs> okay. Uh, duh. He said, like, oh, that was just the scout in me, like, getting really excited. Really, I should have said that I was excited about acquiring these players or whatever. Yeah. And then, before that, he answered a bunch of questions. Because somebody asked about, like, the team's, like, reputation for not being able to hold on to stars and, like, how do you deal with that? And he just had this weird thing where he was like, oh, yeah, we made really good offers for all of them. I thought they were, you know, solid offers. We gave them lots of money. They just didn't want to be here. Or, like, I don't even, I don't know if he even said, like, they didn't want to be here. But he was like, oh, from our perspective, we didn't want to lose them for nothing. So we had to make a decision to lose them for nothing or to trade them. It's like, that doesn't answer the question. Like, you're not addressing the fact that nobody wants to stay here. You're just kind of reinforcing that, right? You're saying, like... Mm. The players didn't want to be here, and we were put in a spot where we had to lose them anyways, and we had to figure out how to get something for it. You're still not addressing the root problem of players don't want to be here, right? Mm. Kind of saying, oh, it's just like, we made it, we offered them money, so there we go, that's it, you know? It's just bad. <laughs> that's all I can yeah. say about it, it's just bad. He, he also the defense is gonna get better there. He didn't tell us how. <laughs> He said, like, oh... That we sign in Cody CC. that's how. <laughs> that's how, I guess. He didn't... Like, he said specifically that they're not gonna do a lot for free agency. They're just gonna focus on their prospects and stuff. And he was like, oh, yeah, well, the defense has to get better. It's the same as, like, the long-term plan. He was like, well, it has to get better, because it's just unacceptable how it was this year. And people were like, well, are you gonna hire a coach who is a defenseman? Because apparently the Suns haven't had any defensemen as coaches yet. Mm, or, like, this season. And he was like, oh, well, you know, if you have, like, Chris Kelly, who knows a lot about defense, you don't necessarily need a defenseman, and, like, we'll just see, we're just gonna hire the best person. And then he was like, yeah, the defense is gonna get better, because it has to. So, like, here's how what we're going to make our defense better. To? Like, how does that... That's as if I was like, I'm gonna get $100, because I have to. How does that work? I can't just say that, and then expect to get $100, except if somebody wants to send me $100. No, it reminds me of me, like... like sitting down to write an essay a few hours before it's due and being like, yes. well, I'm going to do fine on it because I have to. There's no other option. It's like, well, you have to actually write it, you know? Yeah. So Pierre Dorian just sits in front of his laptop and he's like, I'm going to write an essay because I have to. And then he writes two sentences. Yeah, he goes, I'm going to I'm gonna like, get an A in this class because there's no other option, right? That's me <laughs> being like, I'm going to get an A because... I, you know, I want to go to grad school after this, and there's no other option, right? <laughs> I have to get an A. Oh, my boy PD. Bless up. <laughs> Can you tell it's he's... exam season and this is on my brain? <laughs> oh my god, my, I don't, I'm writing so many papers right now. I, 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 even... I was going to bring this up when we got to the playoffs. Um, I looked at my calendar recently, and um, in the time since we recorded the last episode, I have um, handed in four essays, and I've got another one due tomorrow, all eight to ten pages. Mm. And also spent four days sitting in the president's office at my university in a protest. Uh, so um, it, love, it's been a we week. We love a politically <laughs> active weeks. queen, though. Yeah, I've been like having a time as well. I have already submitted three final papers, but then over the next three days, I have three papers and one take-home exam due and I'm like 
I've I'm, done all the readings. I'm kind of there too. <laughs> um, oh, anyways. Let's not talk about it. Let's not talk about it. Let's talk about women. <laughs> yes. Um, so the women's worlds happened. And as I said, I like didn't get much chance to watch it, unfortunately. The stuff that I did mm. watch was really, really fun. It was really great. I wish I'd been able to watch more of it because it was fun. Um, it was Canada, really good, yeah. Yeah, Canada unfortunately lost to Finland. Um, in the semifinals, mm. um, they have not done well in the women's worlds recently. Yeah, I think the U.S. has won like the last five or something, something ridiculous like that, and that's not good. They also lost in the Olympics. Their professional hockey league is folding. I'm a little worried mm. about Hockey Canada, but they did like completely destroy Russia to win bronze, so we got bronze. They're and still then... like in the top three, which is. Yeah. No, right. it was still pretty good. Yeah, like, oh, we're complaining. Oh, my God, we put <laughs> Oh, my God, they just How horrible. But yeah, oh. like, it's a little disappointing. <laughs> but, oh, my God, a few hours ago, this is, we're recording this, like, a few hours after the gold medal game. I'm still so upset about this. I was in the library. I saw that it was going to overtime, and I started watching. It was Finland versus USA. The game went to overtime, and what happened is Finland scored. And this is happening, this tournament is happening in Finland, okay? So the whole crowd is cheering for Finland. It's huge. Nora Ratu is, like, my love for her knows no bounds. I love this woman, okay? And she has won, like, top goalie in the tournament for, like, I think this was her fifth year or something like that. Like, it's... And nobody else has won more than three, you know, something like that. Like, it's completely ridiculous. She has been dominating hockey for so long. But of course, like, Finland has never really been able to beat the U.S. and Canada, right? They beat Canada in the semis. It was a huge thing. They got to the gold medal game. They scored in overtime. They celebrated, you know, dropped, like, threw off their gloves, their sticks, their helmets. They were celebrating this gold medal win. And then it was announced that they were going to review the goal. And it was about a 15-minute wait for them to review the goal. And what it looked like was that the American goalie, Alex Rig- Rigsby, had left the net and tripped a Finnish player who'd kind of, like, fallen on top of her, I think. And so she hadn't been able to get back to the net, and Finland had scored in overtime. And the call on the ice was that the goal was reversed, but also the goalie got a tripping penalty. It was really weird, because it's like... It was it tripping or goalie interference. It can't be both, mm. right? And it's just kind yeah. of a... It, it's like when they give players, like, one player gets a penalty for, you know, a high stick or whatever, and then the other one also gets a pe- penalty for embellishment, and it's, like, just yeah. kind of offsetting it, right? Um, so it's just really weird. Overtime continued. Nobody scored. It went to a fucking shootout, and the U.S. won in a shootout. And like That's so upsetting. It was so upset. But like, what a story, you know, for Finland to like mm. finally win gold at home. I'm pretty sure this is like the first gold medal they've won. I don't think they've ever. Well, no, this would have been like. I don't think they've ever won gold in like any kind of women's hockey tournament. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. I, I don't think they have. Nora Ratu has been absolutely like dominating women's hockey for so long. Like I think it's was she in. 
the Olympics in 2010. I'm pretty sure I saw her live in 2010 I, at the Olympics. I like, don't actually know. <laughs> yeah, like she's been dominating for so long and just always getting bronze. I think a few silvers. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. And so such a good story. And for these women to celebrate winning the gold medal at home and then have it overturned and lose in a shootout, mm-hmm. that is heartbreaking. I'm so upset about this. Even, like, the American fans on my Twitter timeline were like, give it to Finland. They deserve this. (laughs) I was was sort of, like, following it online while I was, like, running errands today and stuff. And I just saw what was happening and I was so confused. Mm -hmm. And I was so... (laughs) I was like, I'm stressed out. I'm not even watching this game. The second, like, we started talking, I was like, what the hell? (laughs) Like, I... (laughs) Oh my god, I, like, almost, I was in the library, I like, the quietest section of the library, and I almost cheered at several points, and when Finland won, like, I was almost crying, because, like, Nora Ratu, like, oh my god, she was so good, and she finally won, and, like, this, I think she's nearing the end of her career, you know, like, mm. this might have been her only chance, yeah, I'm just, I'm so call. upset about I mean, this. I kind of... I almost feel for the refs in this situation because it's obviously like a freak situation to deal with, but also, mm, like, I don't know. It sounds like it's the goalie's fault, and it's not. Yeah. Is it really a goalie interference if the goalie has caused the goalie interference? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, that sucks. Do you want to talk about the CWHL situation slash the lack of CWHL <laughs> situation? Yeah. Yeah. So um. Uh, last episode, we had record. We recorded like right after the CWHL folded, right? And mm-hmm. the latest update is that the NWHL has announced that they're expanding to Montreal and Toronto next season. So, like this fall, I think they're yeah. also making their season longer. Um, oh, nice! So, like, you know, good to have teams in Canada. Not sure I trust the NWHL with this. <laughs> Gonna be honest. I mean, I have I'm no not... idea how they're going to be able to afford this. They've already yeah. had to slash their player salaries. And, mm. like, expansion expansion is really expensive. Um, I know that the NWHL, like, very early on had kind of sort of informally announced that they were looking at expanding to Montreal and Toronto, which at the time was, like, what are you doing? There are already women's hockey teams in there. Like, why are you doing this? But now... So, like, obviously it's been an idea of theirs for a while. They're just going to do it now. Um, apparently the CWHL, like, wasn't consulted. They didn't know about this. They're not, like, you know, um, merging or anything. Yeah, and, like, it's still only two teams, you know? And it's... Yeah, you're still, you still have a team in Calgary. I'm, like bummed because I I as we all know loved Calgary so um I'm gonna miss I, I hope that some of the Calgary players have the chance to maybe move but it's also obviously stressful it was just a really good team mm-hmm. uh, like obviously so it's sad. it's good that there are teams in Canada like I'm yeah I'm not absolutely. arguing that like that's mm-hmm. it's better than nothing but mm. And I'm worried about the NWHL because, like, now we've seen the CWHL hold, and I'm looking at the NWHL going, like, I I don't know, unless there's a big change in, like, support, like, financially yeah. and in terms of media and stuff. Like, 
I don't know how this league is going to be viable, especially with all the risk they're taking. And, you know, like I said in the last episode, like, I, I appreciate how ambitious they've been and how many risks they've been taking yeah. and stuff. Like, that's really nice to see. But, like, a lot of those risks have backfired for them. And they had, yeah, they had to, like, cut their player salaries in half mid-season not too long ago. Yeah. And we don't know that they've necessarily become more viable since then. So, yeah. It's also concerning considering that the CWHL folded because of lack of income mm-hmm. and because they couldn't afford to continue the expenses that they'd um, made in order mm-hmm. to sort of, like, grow the game, even though it was such a successful season. So... I'd hate to see the same thing happen to the NWHL. Um, yeah, and it's just like but they're also I'm just. Also excited. Yeah. I'm excited, it's but also like they're just rushing into this too. Like you're gonna try to have have a team for like October. <laughs> like, how are you gonna manage that? I and having like I expanding. Mean, hopefully, they'll be able teams, to build yeah. upon like so, existing structures. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But and like I know that they've they've had this idea. That doesn't mean that they've actually had plans in place for yeah. a long time. So this is a mess. I am still super upset about the CWHL. Why does everything in hockey suck? Like, I swear to God, the fucking Leafs are going to win the cup this year just so that everything oh, can go wrong. Oh, let's not... No. I mean, honestly... This is what I was no. saying to people. I was like, everything... What else can go wrong? <laughs> everything sucks. The only thing that left in hockey is the crushed. NHL playoffs. And, like, what's the worst outcome? We'll get to that later. Um, yeah, also... The second update on the CWHL situation, <laughs> the NHL was very proud of themselves. They announced mm. that they're going to be doubling their support of the NWHL from, and this is the first time we've gotten the actual numbers, from $50,000 to $100,000. What's important to note here is that the NHL was already donating $100,000 a year to women's hockey. It was just split between the two leagues. So now the NWHL gets all of that money. Um, Also, not to, like, I've gotten into trouble on (laughs) Twitter.com by some very angry men about this, because how dare I criticize what's going on. But um, let's not, like, because there was this big thing where it was like, wow, the NHL is giving so much money to the Mm -hmm. NWHL. If you consider how much money the NHL has, this is literally the equivalent of me giving, like, 10 cents to someone. I retweeted a thread um, after they announced that that was just detailing all of the, like, donations that the NHL has done. And a lot of them are, like, good causes and stuff, like charities, Mm. um, uh, hurricane relief efforts and stuff like that. But it was like, they will throw away $200,000 at the drop of a hat, you know, like, and yeah. just give it to fans for, like, fan contests and stuff. Um, yeah. Obviously, like, the prize for the, for winning, like, a skills competition at, like, the NHL All-Star Weekend is, like, what, $25,000 yeah. just for winning a skills yeah. competition? Like, they have so much money, and that money could pay for, like, an entire team, you know? Yeah. And it's but just, they were like, look uh, at us. And I think the problem, more than anything, was just the way that it was being sold in the media. And I tried to explain this to Sweet Buddy, who was extra mean to me on the interwebs. But I was just like, yeah, like, the only thing that's... Obviously, giving money to women's hockey is not bad. It's Mm -hmm. just 
this narrative of it being so much money, it's mm-hmm. A, not that much money for a professional sports league, mm-hmm. and B, once again, the NHL has so much money, mm-hmm. it's not, like, a big deal for them. It's not a, a particularly generous thing no. of them to do. And it also hasn't changed their expenses whatsoever. No, it's just so this, like... Yeah. Go off, NHL. <laughs> no, it's just this savior complex where they're just, like, we're not gonna... Mm-hmm. Like, this means nothing to us, but we're gonna make a big deal about it and pretend that we're, like, doing all this. And the thing is, like, yeah, they're the NA- the NWHL's, like, biggest supporter right now, which is kind of sad. But, you know, mm. that's a lot of money for the NWHL. That's not a lot of money for the NHL, and they could be doing so much more. And also, like, the NWHL needs more money than that, especially consen- considering that they're expanding and, like, mm-hmm. the only women's hockey team now. But, uh, sorry, women's hockey league. But, um, yeah, it all sucks. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're great. Mm-hmm. Do you want to think more about something really positive and mildly spicy? Uh, I do, actually. Because, <laughs> um, I might have the right thing for you. It's do called you? the Mascot Minute. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm so excited about this. Um, this, um, actually, this was going to be the bonus minute for our Patreons for last week. Our patrons. Um, and then... Poppy wrote one that was like a perfect um, precursor to this one, and like, I was like, "Wow, honestly, great minds think have, alike." <laughs> we like I don't know what it is, but sometimes our brains just like just zap; they just go together. It's amazing. Yeah, so it's like, well, so, we make this the one the the mascot minute for this episode. Um, so yeah, should we get started? Uh, yeah, let's go. All right, Sparty's phone buzzed in his hand. Almost there, read the incoming text. His heart was racing. He hadn't been this nervous since the last time he met a new mascot. This wasn't just another mascot. This wasn't some random Ottawa mascot like Killer Puck or Big Joe. This was Belly. This was another mascot in the Senator's organization. He was Sparty's competition, in a way. He wouldn't normally feel intimidated at the prospect of meeting a minor league mascot, but the Belleville Senators were showing up the Ottawa Senators in a lot of ways these days, and he wasn't exactly feeling like the coolest mascot in town. The sound of someone clearing their throat made Sparty look up, and straight into the eyes of his newest colleague. Belly was beautiful, there was no denying it. Spartacat was in awe. He felt so inadequate next to this gritty-like creature with his hockey stick ears and puck eyes and his bright red fur. How was he supposed to look put together in professional when Belly was already a better mascot than him? It was then that he realised that Belly was staring at him too, staring at him intensely, the way Sparty stared at other mascots. Was he impressed? The realisation gave Spartacat the courage to grab the other mascot's face and kiss him passionately. (laughs) There we go! Uh, I'm interested in seeing where this relationship goes also isn't this like a forbidden romance because they're in the same organization oh it totally is oh yeah it's taking I a turn wow we're so talented oh my god we're so good at this <laughs> totally are is sparty cheating on gritty does it That's count as cheating also is gritty cheating are they committed? i don't know i want to know where this relationship goes the thing is we only write these mascot minutes like once every two weeks. So once every two weeks, I'm like, what's going to happen? Even though, like, it's right? from all our brains. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. And I never know which one of us is going to come up with the, like, newest realization. <laughs> I know everyone's and I'm like, I don't really know what to do with this. And Poppy's like, I got this. <laughs> and then sometimes we produce that mascot minute that I still haven't gotten over. <laughs> oh, 
I, I one day I will create another masterpiece as beautiful. I just need to read more like weird, obscure. I actually I think I just need to watch more nature documentaries. That's that's gonna be what I'm gonna do. Like when I when I finish my papers, I'm just going to spend a whole day watching nature documentaries and coming up with spicy mascot fanfics. I can take you Living on dream. a tour of the farm and... <gasps> yes! Oh my god, oh my god, I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> shouldn't go into more details about where I work. That's probably a terrible idea. <laughs> if you follow me on social no, media, but... you know where it is. But yeah. <laughs> let's, let's not talk about it on the podcast. Let's respect each other's privacy. Um, um, so let's talk about the playoffs real fast. There are some really fun pairings, in my opinion. Yeah. I like love playoff hockey. It's my favorite. Yeah, um, I usually watch a lot of playoff hockey. I find these last two years, I, like, haven't really been that into it. Um, mostly it's the fact that these last two weeks, I have spent all of my time either sitting in the president's office or at the library until very late at night. Um, so yeah, like, literally every single day for these last two weeks, I've been at the library until midnight. So... I haven't watched any playoff hockey. <laughs> and also every time I go on Twitter and people are talking about the playoffs, it just makes me sad. So I've been watching some of it. I think it's really enjoyable. Um, I've said this many a time on the podcast. I love watching hockey where I have like no emotional investment. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't like that, but I just like the sport, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so Let's talk about the pairings real fast, because we have Calgary against Colorado, which is a lot of fun. They're at 1-1 right now. It's mm. a good pairing. What an order. Been... <laughs> You've skipped the order. Hold on. Oh. Okay, we can start with Calgary Sorry. and Colorado. Yeah, they're... this might be like kind of outdated by the time we upload this. Um, but yeah, Calgary versus yeah. Colorado. That looks cool. It's been going um, well. I will say, um, I, I live with a Flames fan, and it's just like... Uh, it makes me so sad because I just I see how excited she is and I'm just like reminded of how much fun the playoffs are and even on Twitter you know I follow people whose yeah. teams are in the playoffs and I'm like I miss that so much like it was just two years ago but like uh, all the stuff they talk about with the playoffs I'm like it's so much fun I I'm miss like kind that. of rooting for Colorado this season as well because they've just been so delightful like I've been really I um enjoying them. Flames are so weird. Like, I cannot believe that they're good. I kept saying this to my roommate. I was like, in the middle of the season, I was like, wait, how are the Flames at the top of the Pacific? (laughs) And she was like, I don't know. Strange. Honestly, like, this is such a chaotic year. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, like, they're actual contenders. Some people are picking the Flames to win the cup. And I will say right away, like, I usually try to pick, like... I don't know. I, I'll usually have predictions this season. Mm. I have no fucking clue who's going to win. No, because I look it's at such a chaotic like, season. And just I, I don't know. I guess I've just been watching NHL hockey for long enough to realize that it's so weird. Like you can never predict mm. it. And I feel like this happened last season too. But I go down the list of teams and I'm like, I look at each one and I'm like, I can't picture that team winning. Like there's a reason why that team's not going to win every single yeah. one. It's really weird. It's extremely yeah. strange. Um, I'm also I'm also cheering for Colorado. Um, sh- she can't hear me. Um, <laughs> but I'm also cheering just because I don't like other Canadian teams. Um, oh really? And it's, I, I mean, used I... okay. Hold on, hold on. 
I used to be one of those people who was like, I'm going to cheer for the last Canadian team. Always, like, except for Toronto, I will cheer for all the Canadian teams, right? And I would always do that. Mm. I cheered for the Oilers in 2006, um, stuff like that. But I, I, I don't know, in recent years, I've started to feel like the, like, Canada's team has become such a big thing that, like, the it team been, that yeah. breaks this curse is going to have bragging rights for the rest of eternity. And I'm like, I cannot handle the idea of another Canadian team getting that. And I know how crazy Canadians are about hockey, and I just, like, I don't want to deal with another team getting the glory mm. of being Canada's team. And I'm like, I want the sense to be Canada. I, don't, I, wanted, I want the sense to be the first Canadian team to win the cup since, like, whatever year. And it would be really funny mm. because the Sens are, like, this niche small market team that nobody cares about. It's like, yeah. We, I miss yeah, we did it. But yeah. That was such a time. So I, I know, 2017, I was like... Canada's team. <laughs> yeah. And remember, and I was like, I don't expect Canadians to cheer for us um but i thought it was really funny that we were being marketed as canadian as like canada's team but i was like it would that was be so great it'd be so great if we won and then everyone would remember forever that we were like the first canadian team to win the cup in how many years yeah so that's my <laughs> uh, logic can I for, talk about yeah. i want to talk about a truly cursed matchup um in my opinion which is winnipeg versus st louis because first of all what the hell yeah. Is happening. Um, St. Louis is up two. This may, like out of the first two games, St. Louis has won both, which already to me is like weird. Second of all, um, if you if you are a Patreon, you know that I think the St. Louis Blues um goal song is the most cursed tune on the mm-hmm. planet. It's like a when the Saints come marching in, but then it's a weird remix. It's the really worst weird. thing I've ever heard. Yeah. It is the worst thing I have ever heard. And I hate it so much. And I hate that it's being played all the time. And it's such a weird matchup. And the fact that Winnipeg is not beating the Blues is so, so strange mm-hmm. to me. And I just hate it. Yeah, I'm That's okay like with Winnipeg, actually. I'm okay with them winning. But, um, I would be too, but they're losing. That's what's yeah, driving me insane. That's the thing. Um, I also want to say, I was going to say this before we got into the matchups. Um, fun game. Take a big drink every time we talk about a team that is now the home of a former Ottawa Senators superstar. Uh, We've already done Colorado! (laughs) But, like, oh my god. Because, you know, like, when you're thinking about what team you should cheer for when your team's eliminated, right? And there's always that one team that has, like, a former star. Usually it's one team, right? Like, it's Mm -hmm. Calgary fans cheering for Jerome Ginla, right? It's Sens fans should we cheer for Daniel Alfredson or not, right? And maybe you'll have, like, a player who played a few years for you and then left, but, you know, you you liked him. Sens fans have five. Like, what the hell? One of my friends was like, oh. One of my friends was like, oh, you must be a Colorado fan now because it has, like, Duchesne. And I was like, you know how many options we have? Like, I was writing this. you know how many, like. I was writing this this in five thoughts. And I was like. There are literally, like, five teams you can cheer for that you can choose between oh. that have, like, former Ottawa Senators superstars. My f- favorite matchup right now is Preds versus Dallas. And, um, we all know drink twice love- because Kyle Turris and Jason Spezza. 
I do you ever have these moments where you're like, does Jason oh, Spencer still Mata exist? Oh, is still in Dallas, right? That's true. Yeah. No, I was thinking Drink Spencer. Rice, my friends. <laughs> rice. Um, I have these moments all the time where I'm like, does Jason Spencer still exist? And like <laughs> before this podcast. I literally went on NHL.com and I searched Jason Spezza just to make sure he was still active. <laughs> it was like, did he retire? It's like weird, right? I haven't heard anything about him since like 2015. <laughs> I don't know what's happening to Jason Spezza. He's, he's but... scored like eight goals this season and I think he played like 17. Oh, good for him. Yeah, it's like, I mean, good for he's him. not too bad. Um, but still, he counts, so. Yeah, yeah. drink thrice, my friends. Also, oh, actually, no, Mike Fisher as well. Yeah, that's true. And wasn't I don't know if he's a superstar. And it's been a while. He was the captain of the team. He was not the captain. We've been over this, Poppy. <laughs> oh my god, why do I always think Mike Fisher was the captain? Probably because he was married to Carrie Underwood, and I was like, he deserves to be the captain. Just <laughs> he, he was married to Carrie Underwood. Captain. Um, no, he was there when Daniel Alfredson was there, so he was definitely oh, not the god. captain. <laughs> I'm such a dum dum. Anyway, whatever. Point being, lots of lots of drinking needs to be happening right now. It's um, a great yeah. matchup, though. I, I love Matt Nashville. We all know mm-hmm. I fucking love Nashville. Um, P.K. Subban is still my favorite hockey player, and I really want him to get a cup. Mm-hmm. I want him to have a freaking cup and to just, like, wave it at the Habs. I just want him to, like, smash mm-hmm. Habs fans with the Stanley Cup. Yeah. I want to see P.K. Subban. Just, also, I don't know. Kyle Turris Kyle Turris deserves the entire world, so... Yes, and a Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love Kyle Turris to pieces, so yes. Also, I'm in this really weird uh, group that is like a mashup of hockey fans and people who are fans of this podcast that's about celebrities called Who Weekly. <laughs> and the cover photo of our group is um, Carrie Underwood's kissing the Stanley Cup. And I'd really <laughs> like to see her kiss the Stanley Cup again. <laughs> so, I like that. For the sake of that. You know, we need we need Preds. Um we, we also have most cursed matchup for um San Fan. <laughs> chug for this one. Uh San Jose Sharks versus the Golden Knights. So we have our uh... great large adult son, Mark Stone, versus our great large adult son <sighs> Eric Carlson. Are we I... Are we cheering for either of these? I like on the one hand, I'm objectively, for both of them. I want both of them. To, like I, I'm cheering for both of them because, like, I wish them the best. I genuinely want them to be happy, but also it hurts so fucking bad. <laughs> like, I think. Have you seen? I think it's really weird to watch them play against each other. And I also think the reason why it's one one right now is because Sens fans' energy is going into both teams. <laughs> yeah, and like, have you seen all these pictures and like? gifts of Mark Stone celebrating which is just like he has the worst ugly celebrating face and we love it so much I miss him I love that man so much and I miss him so much and every time like my heart breaks every time I see this and I think I've responded to the Golden Knights so many times being like why would you tweet this you absolute monsters like why are you Uh, doing this to me and you know I'm like uh... I don't hate the Knights. He's so happy. I'm okay with the Knights winning the cup. I honestly don't care. I love the Knights. And, like, like I remember... so much fun. I remember, since, like, 2015, thinking I, like, one day I just want to see Mark Stone win the cup because I don't think I can imagine that level of happiness. Like, this is a man who celebrates... Have you seen the way he celebrates, like, an empty net yeah, goal so in a fun. meaningless regular season game? I, I think he might just, like, explode. I would be concerned... 
for his health if he won the Stanley Cup because I don't know how he would react. And so I kind of I want to so see that. Cute. I just want him to be happy. But also it hurts so bad. Like I can't watch. That's the thing. Like I I'll cheer for him. I I can't watch because it hurts so mm. bad to watch this. It's weird to watch them play each other, but it's been kind of fun. I don't know. And it's also, a, it's a weird. Yeah, and feeling. also, like as much as I want Mike Stone to win the cup, I also want Eric Carlson to win the cup. But that might even hurt hurt even more. I don't know. It's really sad. He deserves a cup, though. I don't know. Our blessed son. I don't even know. Um, another matchup is Tampa Bay versus Columbus weird matchup also again i'm really confused because as of right now columbus is up 2-0 even though tampa what? won the president's trophy i am all in on columbus also drink again wait no colorado oh, if we mixed up colorado and columbus didn't we <laughs> oh we totally did See? <laughs> you know what drink again anyway just you drink need again. it <laughs> <laughs> whoops um yeah, the Colorado Avalanche do not have a former Suns superstar. Um, I'm going to use the excuse that I've had most of a drink by now. <laughs> um, the I mean, I've Blue just been drinking do. water, but... Yeah. Sorry. So... My... Um, and then, oh my god, okay. Boston versus Toronto. This is actually a really difficult matchup for me because I hate Toronto with a passion, but I hate Boston even more. So what? I'm like, I kind of want... What? Yeah. Hating? Yeah. No, Okay. The Leafs have to lose this. <laughs> like, I cannot no, stand Toronto fans. I, like... I cannot stand the Leafs. Boston. Okay, no. Here's my thing with Boston. I Boston hate Boston. Fans are the okay. Worst. Yeah, they are the worst. I hate Boston. I was a Canucks fan in 2011. Like, believe me, I hate Boston. But mm. I'm kind of numb to the Bruins winning things. I'm like, ugh. You know, they keep winning. Whatever. Go ahead. Like, I I don't want them to win anything. But I'm like, if they make the second round, like whatever if the Leafs made the second round that would be the most annoying thing ever I hate it so um I I'm gonna say this and I hate myself for saying it but my hatred for Boston runs so deep that I want the Leafs to win this round I am unfunding you right now I want them to lose immediately afterwards I just want the Bruins out because this is my reasoning when I was still a little baby, just a, just a little baby, and I was watching my first hockey games, and I was watching, uh, I was watching Habs games. Uh, Boston was like the Boston crowd was, like ninety nine percent of the time, absolutely horrible to PK Subban, mm. and so I'm like, you know what? You're a bunch of racists. You don't deserve shit. So I want Toronto, the worst team in my opinion. To beat Boston. The only thing that I could, like, otherwise accept would be if Boston won this, won this like, round. And then for some reason, St. Louis beat Boston. Because <laughs> that would be, like, really humiliating and I'd like it. Poppy, St. Louis is in the Western Conference. They'd have to be in the Stanley oh Cup final. God. No! Okay, never mind. Oh my god, I'm such a dum-dum. I can't do this. Um... Oh, no, I think, I just I... think, like, Leafs fans would be so insufferable and so annoying, and I just, no, I can't handle that. Um, but yeah, this is also a rematch. I don't know if you've, if you've heard this, Poppy, but um, did you know that it was 4-1? What? Were you not a hockey fan in 2013? 
You have to I don't know think the was. Poppy, you have to know what happened the last time these two teams met in the playoffs. You definitely know this. I was making I a joke. I wasn't a fan in twenty thirteen. It was four one. Did Game seven. Boston get four and no. Toronto get one? No. <laughs> Bobby in Game Seven. I can't believe this. <laughs> this is like the most famous sports thing to happen in the last five years. Oh no, my rat just fell down. Uh, Boston what? was Toronto was winning four one in Game Seven of the first round in 2013, and Boston came back to win it in overtime, oh. like right at the last minute. I cannot believe you didn't know this, Bobby. <laughs> Everyone Honestly, goes shame Poppy for so many reasons right now. In the year of our law 2013, I was living in Germany and occasionally Look, watching Habs games. It Don't is so famous. Everyone talks about this. Don't tell me you haven't heard the 4-1 jokes. I haven't. Even in 2019, they're everywhere. I Okay. I'm so I'm, I'm very I ashamed. I just ignored them. Okay, no, everyone the go and shame Poppy for... Noob. I'm sorry, I'm it's so just, oblivious. that's... Um, damn, but yeah. It's okay. Um, it's so okay, it is I deserve the shame. Make as many 4-1 jokes as you want. I have definitely okay, I'm gonna stop making 4-1 jokes and be like, <laughs> I absolutely know what that means now. <laughs> I'm so ashamed of you. I cannot. I am in awe. <laughs> how do you... How do you be... Uh, how can you be a hockey fan... Not know about. Are you for one? I just keeping right now. Are you gatekeeping look, right now? <laughs> I'm not gatekeeping. I'm not, you know, judging. No, I'm not like saying you're that you're not judging. a fan. I'm judging you for not knowing this, like historic moments in like Leafs humiliation. I'm sorry. This was like the yeah okay. Anyways, let's I will move repent. on. I will say, like, five Hail Marys after this. But it'll be Hail Boston instead of Hail Mary. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> everyone go and shame Poppy. Um, moving on. Okay, I... Wow. Okay, I'm so horrified right now. Washington against Carolina. Washington really versus want... Carolina. I feel bad for Carolina because I, I want them to do well, but they're I not want... doing well. I know. They're losing 2-1. Two, two I mean, 2 nothing. I... Yeah, I was rooting for Carolina, like, in the playoffs. It's great. I always cheer for underdogs, so playoffs are very satisfying for me. I'm always like, I have um, my bandwagon team, and then they're out in four games. And I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> now I need a new I, bandwagon team. I'm very excited about the last matchup, which is New York Islanders versus Pittsburgh. I'm excited <laughs> about this because the New York Islanders are winning 3 nothing. Exactly. I hate Pittsburgh so much, and I'm so excited. Never, ever forgive Pittsburgh. Ever. And I'm just, like, so excited. I don't care who wins against Pittsburgh. If Toronto was playing Pittsburgh, I'd want Toronto to win, because I hate Pittsburgh so much. See, I actually I hate a lot of hockey teams. continue to be so horrified, Poppy. only team that I would pick Toronto over is Montreal, and that is it. And even that is questionable. I would def- mm, mm, no. No, my hatred runs, runs strong against Pittsburgh and Boston, I have to say. Okay. Um, so, question is, who should Sans fans cheer for? Oh! New York Islanders isn't- oh no, he's on the Rangers. You know what? 
no drinking this time. I was thinking about DJ Z Bad, but then I realized he's on the Rangers. Other New York team. Why does New York always get to get two teams? We don't even have one. Well, we have one team, technically, theoretically. (laughs) Do we? (laughs) Let's be honest here. Do we have a hockey team? (laughs) Let's think about it. Actually, we technically have two hockey teams, but they're not both in the NHL. No, no. It's only the NHL teams. By the way, 67 is doing amazing. So our question, our bullet question was like, who should Sens fans cheer for? I just realized Sens fans cheer for nobody except for the 67s. The 67s That's the answer. Sense fans should cheer for the 67s. Just made it into the East Conference Final. I'm very proud of my boys. They're so cute and they're so little. And they love playing hockey. And they're so, so cute. Also, if you take a picture of yourself and you tag them, <laughs> they'll show it in the arena. And it's really fun. <laughs> very exciting. I I have heard some Sense fans. I'm quite shocked by this. I, I, I shouldn't be surprised, but I am. A lot of Sens fans are cheering against Columbus because we have their first round pick. And I'm like, guys, do you really care this much about the Sens pick? Like, do you think we're going to do anything good with it? I just, like, there were people saying that they'd rather that Montreal make the playoffs than Columbus because we have Columbus's pick. Just, no. I literally don't Even if Columbus were to win the draft lottery, I'd be like... That's not worth the Habs getting into the playoffs. <laughs> I'm gonna list which teams you can cheer for, cheer for, and I won't hate you for. So you can cheer for Nashville. You can cheer for either the Jets. Don't cheer for the Blues. The Blues have no. the worst, I'd say, worst goal song, and I hate it. I'd say you can also cheer for the Stars. Yeah, cheer that's for the Stars. Good. Take it. Um, if you're you a can Canada's team person, yeah, Flames. You can. Absolutely. Sure. Cheer for Colorado. Yeah. You can absolutely for... cheer for San Jose or and or Vegas. Yeah, um, both of those teams. You'd be staying up pretty late for that, but Yeah, that's true. Uh yeah. Tampa Bay, I literally don't give a fuck. Columbus Blue Jackets, I mean, they got our boys, so like you might as well cheer for them. Yeah. I mean, depends how much you care about your draft pick. Do you really care? Who gives a shit? Literally nobody shit. cares. And also, like, also, let's be honest, they're not winning the cup. They've literally never won a playoff series in their entire franchise history. So, go Columbus. Yeah, yeah like, um, just, whatever. You absolutely Ruins cannot... Toronto, you cannot cheer for them. either one. That's the kind of thing where it's like, you need an asteroid to, like, hit. Yeah. So, Both no, you absolutely teams. cannot cheer for either. I know a lot of Sens fans like the Bruins. No. Not cool. No! We hate the Bruins. Don't like them. You can cheer okay? for the Caps. The Caps actually have been my bandwagon team for since like 2014 or something, like for a long time. So... Also, watching the Caps, like watch them, watching them win last year was delightful. We love Ovi. Like, go for it. We're good. We're good. Um, Hurricanes, like we love the Hurricanes. Mm-hmm. They're charming boys. Go ahead. Islanders. I mean, I guess. New York is the Islanders Boston also here. have that fun storyline with the Leafs where it's like they gave up John Tavares. Well, now he left them. So it's, yes. it's kind of like you want to cheer for oh Islanders God. so that they can do. I want the Islanders to do better than the Leafs. I don't want them to meet up, obviously, to play each other. No, but, actually, that would ideal, 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 ideal. If, if Islanders played Toronto and beat Toronto. That would be very. I'm pretty sure if Toronto the- moves on, they're gonna play like because it's a bracket thing, right? 
So yeah. I don't think I don't think they'd be able to play the Islanders until the like semifinals and like no fucking way no, Toronto's no, making no, no, it no, that no, far. No. Yeah. So. I mean, you can cheer for the Islanders even though they've been little babies about Tavares. Like, actually, it's still funny because fuck it's the Toronto. Islanders. Now that I'm thinking Honestly, about it, they're being babies, fuck the but Islanders. fuck Toronto. So I think it would be really funny if they got their revenge on Tavares. I mean, yeah, but they've just been such babies. Remember that like Dan John video? <laughs> where they were like, we trusted you. And it's like, he just went to play for another team. Like, relax. Um, don't um, don't pretend that you have it bad. <laughs> Excuse yeah, exactly. me. Like, Try relax, losing, guys. like, five of them, right? Also, it was just like, they were, like, being pretty extra. It was just insane. Um, don't cheer for Pittsburgh. You're better than that. You really are. And also, they've hurt us. And, like, don't take them back. No. You deserve better than that. Yeah. That's all I have to say. That's all I have to say, too. Um, so, yeah. Greek energy now? Yes. So, how could we give it to anyone else except for Nora Ratu? I mean, I, I just gave it to someone else. You, yeah. <laughs> Poppy had written, like, Cece for getting that bread. And I was like, as much as I respect Cody's Cece, I love Nora Ratu so much. I have yeah, so no, much respect for this incredible it. woman. was like a joke, and then you were like, no, Nora Ratu. And I was like, you know what? She actually deserves it. <laughs> so. She really, really does. Like, my heart is breaking for her, but also, like, I'm so proud of her. It's so, like, at least she won silver, you know? And yeah. goaltender of the tournament for fifth year or something something ridiculous like that she's just been so dominant um she does like if this is the end of her career it has been such a pleasure watching for her she's watching her she is such a joy to watch she is so easy to cheer for i Mm. adore her she has true big rig energy big yeah for sure the biggest rig energy. The biggest, yeah, biggest rig energy. I was like, that doesn't even work. Um, yeah. I want Big Rig Brewery to sponsor Big Rig Energy at some point. Does we somebody just... work for Big Rig? Can you help us? <laughs> Does anybody know Chris Phillips? Any connections there? Can we, like, get him to sponsor? That would yeah. be so funny. Anyway, on that happy note, but honestly, if you do work for Big Rig... Oh my god, actually, you know what? For the end of the episode, we should tell them about how Jack Maxwell got in touch with us. <laughs> oh my god, that's so true! An update! Um, so We have a Jack Maxwell update. Um, We got an email from somebody named Jack Maxwell, who doesn't know about the bots or anything, or like has yeah. no idea, but had heard that we were looking for someone named Jack Maxwell. I just emailed he... us being like, is it me you're looking for? And we were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he emailed us just with the subject line, which Jack Maxwell? <laughs> yeah. And I emailed him back and I was like, is this Jack Maxwell 18180 whatever, 142? I yeah. think that's Jack, whatever, you know, Something on Twitter. Like and he emailed me back and he was like, no, I guess you're looking for someone else. <laughs> um, also... Yeah, rest in power, Jack Maxwell. I believe he is yeah, gone. Hasn't come back um, yet. 
Oh, welcome back, Chet Sellers. Welcome back, King. Yes. Um, coincidence? Uh, mm. Actually, have you ever seen Chet Sellers and Jack Maxwell in the same room? I haven't. No, I've been talking <laughs> about this with a lot of people. I think I think they're the same person. Um, so yeah, on that note, thank you for listening to this Amalek in Life. As always, you can find us on Twitter. I am at CBiataE. And I'm at CoolCatMum. Or you can email us at thisamalnikinlife at gmail.com. And the music this week is Going to the Races by Birdie White. You can catch her next show on Friday, which is April 19th. She'll be performing with Sal Valley at the Shanghai Restaurant Comedy and Music Night. And you can also find her music at birdiewhite.com. And we'll post the links in the show notes. Our artwork, as always, is by Lena Novi and Angus Fitzgerald Clark. For bonus content, find us at patreon.com slash thisamalvicinlife. Uh, subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And please review us on iTunes. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Ground to race we're gonna win, 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 go to the races. We're gonna win, win, win. Gonna see their pony in silks of green. Well, you know his mama was speed machine. See that gray man in black and gold. Well, fortunate daddy. Yeah.